With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I feel like this is like a very intense question (laughs) since March. Every time you ask me, I'm like, how am I doing? How am I really feeling? Am I feeling good? Am I feeling crazy? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I feel like COVID is really making me check in with my mental health because every time you ask me, I'm thinking really deeply about my feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. Today, I'm good. You know, mushroom therapy has been working. (laughs) Um, And I just feel like, you know, I'm really grateful that we live in LA and that I have space and, you know, there's good days, there's bad days. They've obviously extended um, the lockdown or the stay at home order, which has been very, you know, not good, but what am I going to do? What am I supposed to do? Got to figure it out. Summer camp is pretty much canceled for me, which, you know, I'm still in denial about, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. That fucking stay at home order extension yesterday. If you would have asked me, was it yesterday? I was having, I was a little tight. I was like a little, little tight. Erica's like, what the? F-? I think I was already tight. And then, she was very tight. And then she was yelling, barking at me. I was like, telling me to do twenty things at one time. <laughs> do this, do that, do that. I was like, bitch, what? Relax. She's like, I I'm can like, only do so many things at once. I can only roll up on email one person. <laughs> I literally looked over at her and she was flustered. I was like, sorry. Sorry, I've asked you to have 14 arms at one time. I was like, is this, I was like, are you turning into me? Wow. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you don't like how that feels, do you? Um, um, and then on top of me already having anxiety, then I get like three text messages like, extended till July. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so literally like, ah! <laughs> it was, I felt it was in a horror movie. <laughs> But today, Erica rolled me a blunt. I, I calmed down. I think I ate. She ate. She got her hair done. She looks really cute. Oh, it's cute. It's cute. I cut Jamila's hair. I was really <laughs> proud of that. I'm open to Erica's mobile spa. I'm going to have my own mobile spa, not just Mila. And I'm doing ear cuts. I know how to cut around the ear. That's probably all I know how to do. <laughs> but very precisely. There. So if you're looking for that like real straight, like sideburn look 
I got you. <laughs> That's because I instructed her 79 times. Don't cut my sideburns. Don't cut my sideburns. <laughs> don't cut my sideburns because then our friendship's over. So, I think when you have short hair, it's very important that the sideburns have like a sharp, sharp. Yeah. Hair. Then you can have a little, if you want to do a little baby curl, you can. Yeah. I get it. I used to have short hair. I used to have a pixie cut. Because if you fuck that up, it's just like everything. It's very over. crucial. It's very crucial, crucial to the hair it's, 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 the, it's the terminating factor between looking like a dude and a woman. It's like, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I look like a woman. <laughs> Jamila looks like a woman and she's okay today. Today. Um, oh my God. Speaking of that, that's funny that you asked me for today. So Erica and I decided that because we care about ourselves and we care about our mental health and COVID is against us um, <laughs> and it's been constantly fluctuating that we were going to actively put effort into um, – our mental health and so we both joined betterhealth.com which is really cool because it's like an online therapy and you can pick you can pick from thousands or like maybe I mean like hundreds betterhelp.com sorry from hundreds of therapists and you know like you would think that and you're like god if you only have like five therapists I can choose from and it, it kind of feels like a dating service because so you know we love those so that's kind of fun so you see what they look like their age if they're male they're female if they're black if they're white um they ask you all these very deep questions to evaluate where you're at uh how old you are if you're religious if you're spiritual if you're lgbtq plus and um basically as I went through the the levels of maintaining my my mental health and working on it one of the questions is like how do you feel today do you feel very depressed do you not do you have anxious thoughts every day often not often i'm like what day are you talking about because it's currently from hour to hour you know i'm i can't go on with life and also i'm having the best day ever so i thought that was pretty cool um and you know we're always talking about our mental health so i encouraged erica to join me on this journey so that when we come out of uh quarantine we're just going to be fucking bomb our health is going to be together our mental health is going to be together hopefully and, and honestly like th- it's so affordable because i have a therapist and i haven't i mean i haven't seen i haven't been to my therapist in a while a because it's fucking expensive and this is actually affordable like this is like you can like we can i can afford this and not feel bad about it and like i can mm. you can actually i can actually talk to my therapist virtually if I want and I can go back and forth with her as much as I want or him, whoever that is. And I just think like, especially now while we're in, while we're in quarantine, like I, as a parent for me, like my mental health is up and down. Like it's questionable. The anxiety levels are real. So like if you are out there and you're feeling like maybe you need to talk to someone, I really, I highly, 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 highly recommend BetterHelp. You can really find the therapist that really aligns with you, that matches with you, um, that speaks to you, whether you need a a, a woman, a man, a woman of color, a man of color, maybe you don't care about the color, whatever. If you just need help, I highly recommend it because I've been using it and it's, it's honestly, it really, it's really been a game changer for me. And uh, if you use our link, that will be helpful. It's betterhelp.com backslash GMBC. So go to betterhelp.com backslash GMBC. And then you can thank us later for being sane when all this shit ends. (laughs) Um, Join us on the journey of better health, better health and better help because we we all need help out here. Betterhelp.com backslash GMBC. Anyway, 
Um, I'm excited because we have a guest today. Yes, we do. And speaking of Corona and speaking of COVID and quarantine and all this weird timing that we're in, um, a part of the reason my mental health is questionable is because I'm fucking stressed because I have a five-year-old and that's a very crucial time in learning, I feel like, and like developmental like cornerstones and I'm fucking failing. Right. And like, we're responsible for a kid's development now more than ever. We like, can't blame anyone I else. can't depend on the teacher's for my kids' development. So we have the founder of Giant Leap, Ori Hoffnang. Welcome, Ori. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank hey. you for having me. Um, and he's the founder and CEO of Giant Leap, which Giant Leap provides knowledge, clarity, and guidance about your child's development to help you make better data-driven decisions for, from the comfort of your own home, because we're all home. And I'm sure all of you are not that great at homeschooling. It can't just be us that failed. <laughs> Welcome, Ori. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, Mila, for having me. And where are you joining us from? So I'm joining uh, you both from, uh, from where I was born, from Israel, from Tel Aviv, Israel. Don't be too jealous. I'm Woo! here. Uh... Come get us. Come get <laughs> us. Come pick us up, Ori. <laughs> Um, this is our, we'll see this how is, this interview ends, and then we'll see. <laughs> this is our this is our farthest distanced interview ever. Yes, so we're social Talking distancing. About social distancing. This right. is some serious like, uh, distancing. Good. I'm feeling very international today. <laughs> Being feeling very international, knowing that Lori's there and we're here and we're connecting. Um, I'm also I'm also really jealous. I wish I was in Israel right now because it's beautiful. Yeah, it really is. It is, it is, and I, and I uh, you know, invite you both to come here and, uh, and you know, and uh, enjoy Tel Aviv. It's uh, really, it's a good place to be in, especially during I, the I've, summer, by the I've way. I've been before, and it was gorgeous. Oh, it's, really? I've been before, yeah. I went there, and I went to Jeru okay. Jerusalem, and it was so, I went to the Dead Sea. It was just, it was, everyone in Tel Aviv was so damn nice so nice everyone's nice the food is amazing really are they nice because like i think i feel like is well okay i can say this because i'm very close with the israeli you realize you're talking to an israeli are I they know. nice i don't know i'm about to tell him first of all i know he's about to agree i we grew up in the valley so if you guys don't know you're just joining us eric and i are from the valley which is a suburb of los angeles which there's lots of israelis and i grew up with them my best friend's israeli i have fucking a whole israeli family i can borderline speak hebrew <laughs> The women are not that nice. <laughs> the men are nice. Women. The women are like, what do you want to eat? Don't, there's no hi, how are you when you're taking an order. The women have like stone cold faces. They don't fuck around. <laughs> am I kidding? There or is am some I... truth to that. No, no, that's true. Israelis are very direct, very abrupt, and very tough, very aggressive because, you know, we grow, you know, we are in a tough neighborhood and, uh, and I guess the hats, you know, has its effect on, on us. So you're straight uh, to the point. Sounds like my, yeah. sounds like my people. Yeah, that's about Eric. Yeah, yeah. Might be very direct, no sugarcoating, no, no BSing. Sugarcoating. No. Just tell me what the fuck is that? Israeli yeah. men are also fine as fuck. Women too. They're, uh, Israelis are fine. I know. I mean, look at Ori. I know. Ori's fine. <laughs> I, you got, if you guys haven't... <laughs> keep going, keep going. He's handsome. When I got on, I was like, oh, okay. Hey, Ori. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Okay, giant leap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like I thought it was gonna be like some nerdy guy talking about nerdy stuff, and I was like, oh, I should have done my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I'm I'm so uh, happy that you reached out to us, and it's so strange because I feel like we know we know you. 
<laughs> Maybe it's my Israeli roots. Can you can you tell us of, um, how you started Giant Leap or what inspired you to start it? Sure. So, you know, I started life at a very different point than, you know, what people would think of uh, when they think about a founder and CEO. So when I was growing up, I struggled a lot. I actually couldn't read until I was 12. Oh, wow. and, uh, and then during my childhood, what I saw was how everything I was good at was overlooked and everything I was bad at was highlighted. Mm. And what I saw was, you know, I come from a family that my, you know, my parents were pretty aware, a dad that is a professor and a mom that is a teacher. And I saw how they were lost in the world of child development trying to help me. So I knew that one day I would want to solve this for parents and children because I knew what happened with me. And I said, you know what, I, you know, my parents love me. I have great parents. If not, I wouldn't be here talking to you both. Uh, but I struggled a lot as a kid. I mean, think about what it is to be a, a, a child in a school where you're the dumbest kid in class because you're not the one reading until you're 12 years old. So uh, you can imagine that that, that, is a, that is a pretty tough experience. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what we you know. Then I said one day I would want to do it. And then after kind of, you know, get, going through different positions in uh, the tech scene, both here in Israel, uh, in the U.S., also in Brazil, three countries that I got to work in, uh, I said, okay, now it's a good time to start a risky business. And I convinced <laughs> one of my friends to uh, do it together with me. And, uh, and thank God it uh, all happened. That's amazing. And so what, so tell, tell our listeners how, what, basically what's the process of Giant Leap and like, what exactly are you guys, um, I guess, analyzing for parents at home? Sure. So, you know, we said, we said, wow, you know, today, think about you both, you know, kind of like what you also described earlier to our listeners of how you get lost in the world of child development, how there's like so much noise and then like trying to figure out what should I do? What's right for my child at their development stage? And their skill set is a, is a tough job for anyone. And then we said, well, you know what? What if we could create a, a, a platform where parents will be able to evaluate their children's brain, language, social, and motor development from home without having to depend on anyone? Basically helping parents become completely independent about decision-making regarding their child's development and provide them with a, a concise quarterly action plan of what to do with this data. So we partnered with uh, many different research re- researchers. We were very lucky in the very beginning where the Texas Medical Center, uh, you know, we approached them and we told them what we were going to build. And they said, you know what, we're willing to help you do this uh, crazy idea. Why don't you come to uh, the Metzer in Houston? And for about a year, we, we uh, built a room to mimic a home environment. Oh, wow. We filmed uh, all the sessions and, and, you know, they say, I always uh, joke about, I say, um, you know, first of all, I get to see all walks of life. You know, you get to meet all, all people. And uh, another thing is that uh, I say like, what, you know, what, in what other situations where parents, you know, parents just trust uh, uh, two Israeli guys <laughs> doing this without the medical center involved, right? So we were able to do this in, in, in Houston and parents were coming in and out and we were understanding, you know, we try to understand what are the biggest challenges for parents. And, and we're also partnering with a big team of researchers to understand what are the recent breakthroughs uh, that occurred in child development in, in recent years. And then we understood that you can evaluate a lot of these different skills, like understanding 
a child core competencies in math and language and understanding if they're going to struggle in elementary school when they're four years old and you can intervene much earlier mm. or you can understand if the child has an early aptitude for math also when they're four years old and you can actually nurture that from as young as this age and there's all these opportunities that you can miss out without having this proper guidance and without somebody simplifying all these scientific data to something that you can understand and act on. And we worked a lot on that. Like, how do you take all this sciencey stuff mm-hmm. and you make it digestible to the average parent where they can look at it and they can say, oh, I are not, I know what to do. Because right, it's one right. thing to just show you data. It's another thing to make it actionable. And that's, that's the part that took us a long time to really figure out. And they were like, I have many stories of like, you know, how this happened and like, what are the challenges we went through in the process? You know, you, you, um, you know, it's, it's, I always say for other entrepreneurs, it's really easy to have ideas. It's really tough to make them a, you know, great products. There's so right. many steps along the way. Well, I think like, I think about my kid or I think about even me, like, I, you, you normally like, you don't know your child is struggling or that, or, or what they're great at until they're presented with a challenge or they, you know, excel at something. But if you could find out before that, like you said, and nurture those things beforehand, like for me, like I struggled with math. I strive and, and I've struggled with math my entire life. I've, I've honestly, I feel like it's genetic. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's passed down through a long line on my mom's side. I'm convinced. Um, Not genetic. <laughs> um, but like, like that, that, and that side of me wasn't ever really nurtured and no, and it wasn't addressed until way later in the game. And I, my confidence had already been like defeated at, by that point. You know what I mean? Even now, like, when people ask me math questions, I'm always like, oh God, get my calculator. I'm like counting on my toes and my fingers and shit. Like, it's so embarrassing. Like when I'm leaving the tip, oh my God, it's so embarrassing. When you leave, oh, oh. When I'm leaving the tip at a restaurant, I'm yeah, like, yeah, you're not good at the tip. I'm like, oh God. No, I'm good at, I can do it on my phone. But like, even just a- simple math, like adding, like, I'd be like, okay, let me see. 22 plus 14. Um, carry the one. <laughs> and like, I think to often we don't even, I, I didn't even think about this. Like I didn't think about like giving my, like where could I possibly like find out besides my daughter's school, which, you know, when we have kids that are five, we drop them off to school. We ask them at the end of the day, how was school? They don't say shit. And, or they say, it was fine. It was fun. What'd you do? Played. I'm like, what, what's that all you did? Like, and like, you know, even when I'm talking to her teachers, like they'll give me information, but they're, they're dealing with an, an array of students. It's not until I have like a one-on-one parent conference once a year or twice a year that I really get to understand where my daughter's at really. Mm-hmm. And, and even that is not scientifically backed. It's just kind of like, well, she, you did, trust. she did a puzzle and it was, she struggled, you know, it's like, so I think some, having a platform like Giant Leap is so beneficial and such a, it really, like you said, it really puts the power back into our hands. And especially now with exactly. all of us at home, it's a good time to really kind of sit back and see where are your kids at? What have they been learning all year? Where are they struggling? What can I do to nurture those things? Even though I'm, you know, I'm no homeschooler. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I'm definitely not a homeschooler, but I feel so 
fucked up because I do, I'm obviously I'm a parent. I care about my kid. I care about the education. And I, and I know that like, she's a bright child, but I also just like, like you said, as a, as a kid, like I like to write, I'm a writer. My spelling is shit. Even as an adult, I'm like, am I just, am I dyslexic? Like I'm literally just not writing what I'm thinking sometimes. And like you said, I get anxiety if I'm in somewhere and I'm like, have someone has to read something I've written or I've, I've spelled something wrong. I, I remember my dad and my parents getting on me so much about it as a kid that it, it did make me develop some kind of like insecurity about it, you know, because I'm like, I'm not that strong of a speller, which I mean, ultimately could have prevented me from writing, which could prevent me from like my life's path. But like, see, but the thing is, is like, maybe had you had something like Giant Leap, they could have said, okay, she might not be great at spelling, but she's really great at comprehension. She understands right. and she knows how, she knows how to tell a story or she knows how to understand a story, digest it. And like, and that's, like you said, like we often don't celebrate, you know, the wins. It's always about like, what are you not, not good at? Yeah. You know? Exactly. There's, I, that's why we say that, that child development is a, is a complex science and also, that's the big advantage of what we have today with technology, with the fact that we can build artificial brains. So what do I mean by that? Let me break it down. Artificial brains. So nobody has Robots? All... <laughs> no, no. So nobody has all the, all the knowledge, right? Nobody is both a neuropsychologist, a speech therapist, an educator, an occupational therapist. But in software, you can actually combine every, all this knowledge together. And that's what the big advantage of of, uh, of artificial brains or software uh, has by empowering the parent to make data-driven decisions. We can actually kind of like have all this data consolidated in one place for the parent. And, and that was the big idea when we did Giant Leap. We said, okay, how do we get to know a couple things, right? How do we first gamify it, gamify it to a way It'll be fun for the child, but will not feel like a test so we can get really accurate data. That was one of the first things. Then we understood that it also, we need to really understand the parent, right? Because we need to understand, for example, Mila, if, if uh, you want to be really involved or are you one of the, you know, kind of like a hands-on parent or are you uh, one of those parents that wants to outsource a lot of stuff uh, and not want, you do not want to be as hands-on uh, when, you know, regarding your child's development. And only by doing both, both of these processes, we can actually find this good fit by understanding the child, their needs, their skill set, the opportunities for nurturing specific skills, and then the parental involvement. And that's how you get to a complete puzzle by providing really good guidance and doing it also in a cadence that will be, they'll feel comfortable. So then we say, your child makes big leaps in their development every three months, right? Think about your five-year-old, your four-year-old, they acquire more vocabulary. They learn these fine motor skills and things develop. They suddenly, uh, you know, gain better thinking about things. But you will not notice if you'll not, you won't have a very intelligent way to monitor these things. And like you said, school will do it maybe some, you know, you know once in a while. And they just have the educational component, not everything I mentioned. Uh, and that's what we're trying to do at Giant Leap and trying to build it, as, as we said in, the, in earlier, to have all of this from the comfort of your home so you will be able to do it and, and act on the different information that we provide you with. And I, I do, I really love that there is that parent component because it's true. And like parents have to be realistic too because I think there's a lot of parents that think that they're hands-on or like that's the goal, right? I mean, I would love to say that I, 
I would love to say I'm the super hands-on parent when it comes to my kids' education. That's not true. It's just not. And it's, and a lot of it, most of it has to do with, you know, previous to COVID. I travel like 90% of the, the year almost, 70% of the year for work. So I can't be that involved. Whereas like, you know, someone who is like, and that's good. And like the fact that you take, you kind of take both of those together and like, you know, parents, when you guys are going on giant leap, cause I'm going to encourage all of our listeners to definitely go, go on giant leap and, and have your kids take this. I don't know if it's called a test or like this, this evaluation, the evaluation, um, and be real and be real, realistic about it because you can't really get the help that you really need if you're in denial about your parenting skills. Um, <laughs> or you can't, you can't outsource if you don't know what you need to be working on. And, and I also like that, like it, it can, it goes at the child's pace because we all know kids have an attention span of 1.2 seconds, including, especially if you're a five-year-old, it's hard to make them like want to be involved in something like that. And I really like that. Like you mentioned, it does it in every, in quarters that or every three months our kids yeah. develop. So that's the crazy mm-hmm. thing about parenting. And I don't think I realized until I became a parent, cause I had all these hopes and dreams of like what kind of amazing fucking teacher I was going to be wrong. <laughs> um, but that you get this new child and this new human, and then you really, you're getting to know them. And so at, you're getting to know them as they're growing and they're changing. And you also don't know lessons and you only know what you've been taught. And it's been years since that's happened. So as they're developing, you have this, you know, this amazing, this like platform to help you e- evaluate as they're learning and as they're changing and as they're developing. So it gives you the tools to kind of like check in and see what, where they're at and what you're doing in every step versus like you go to the school for that one fucking teacher meeting at the end of the year and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you have 15 minutes and, and it's, yeah, it's, it's very, vague. it's very vague. It's not, yeah, it's not involved. And especially for a parent like me who, who doesn't, doesn't have the opportunity to be that involved. Like that's all I get. That's all I got. And you got to. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Trust it. You know, and so like having something like what you've created is so helpful. Um, especially because I get to I can check in and reevaluate every few months to see what's going on, to see where they're to see where my daughter's at. And I just feel like also the amount of money that people spend trying to figure out what's wrong with my kid. You know, I'm sure your parents, you're not reading till you were 12. I can only imagine the amount of money that they spent with therapists and all types of things, trying to figure out what's, what, what is not connecting. Mm -hmm. And not everybody has money to throw away at that. And I think that was my biggest, um, like for you guys and, and, and just for like people of color, because obviously we're people of color, like a lot of the issues in the United States with standardized testing, which doesn't really come until later, like the fifth grade, the eighth grade, the 12th grade, is that the language doesn't always apply to people from different, from different backgrounds. You know, if you've grown up in a certain place, then you're not aware of certain things. And so that's, that's why they say a lot of standardized, standardized tests have been proven to be biased towards 
people of color because you may not have been exposed to certain things and then you can't fucking take a test if you don't understand the language. Right. And so it's just like these little things that could help people at home and even especially right now, which is so cool that this is this tool is free for people right now because or use the shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that you 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 can utilize these tools and like start early before the school starts to come and tell you, hey, your kid has a problem, and then you're approaching it as a problem versus, oh my god, you know, maybe there's there's a little bit delay here at five or at four versus at twelve, you know, the kid's feeling like he's dumb or she's dumb because the students may have said something, the teachers made comments, your parents have made comments. And so you have this, this thing of being told that something's not right versus you can really do this. And I think that's very important. And, and, and I'm learning that right now. And how you like, if you say, Oh, you're, you're so crazy. You're so crazy. You're so crazy. Your kid's going to grow up thinking they're crazy. Even if you have a For bratty sure. ass kid, you're like, you're, you're a bratty ass kid. You're a bratty ass kid. You're going to begin to believe you're a bratty ass kid. And then you're going to, your behavior are gonna, is going to display, reflect what people have been told, what you've been told. And then you're going to grow up thinking you're, you know, you haven't been able to read until you're 12, that you're not smart and then fuck around and you are smart and you have a whole tech business, but you could have missed that mm -hmm. because you've been given the messages you're given are so, are so wrong, you know? So I, I really appreciate that you've developed this this amazing tool to help parents because I, I have a question how so you reading starting to read at the age of 12 what was what was the journey there like how did you actually what was the breakthrough yeah what was the breakthrough and like what was the journey up until that point because i'm sure so, there's a lot of so, i'm sure there's a lot of parents right now listening whose kids maybe aren't hitting the, the milestones that they're supposed to be hitting you know they don't know what to mm -hmm. do mm -hmm. So, um, you know, for, so obviously, uh, uh, I come from a, a Jewish family, right? I'm Israeli and in Judaism, you have to do your bar mitzvah when you're 13. Mm. And right. this is the ceremony where so much reading. you have to read in front of your whole family. This is where, according to Judaism, you become a man and everybody is there. So your uncle, your aunts, you know, everyone is there. And you, the last thing you want to do is to humiliate yourself and obviously your family, right? So then I find myself, age 12, you know, the only thing I'm good at is martial arts and basketball. That's all I know. Uh, now, not doing well in school. Kick some ass um, and people, yeah. balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And, and, and uh, you know, pay, uh, different um, professionals come to my parents and they started pressuring them that maybe I, uh, I should consider, they should consider taking me to special ed because I'm not... Um, you know, I'm not, you know, it's like, it's way too long for me to, to, uh, to read. And maybe that'll be a better solution. My parents always insisted that, that, uh, you know, that, that not, that they don't want it for me. And then, uh, this deadline starts. Suddenly they tell me, okay, now, you know, you need to do your bar mitzvah and, and uh, you have a year. So my mother goes and she tries to understand that she needs to find someone who would teach me, who can keep me engaged. And that will maybe... Uh, be able to teach me in a way that I will be able to learn how to read uh, in front of my, my family. And then this uh, rabbi, he was a very nice uh, uh, Jewish rabbi, came from Australia to Israel. And he said, listen, I have an idea. Why don't we record an audio every time I teach you to read the vowels and everything? And you do me a favor. You're going to listen to it uh, just once every time. Every lesson, you just do me a favor, 
you listen to it at least one more time before I come next time. And boy, was that life changing. I started to listen to it. I started to record it. I started to, um, uh, you know, before going to, ba- to basketball practice, I would listen to it again uh, and then think about what I read and, and things started to integrate, you know, they started to make sense on them. Mm. And you know what? It's so funny that that only, you know, that one thing completely changed my life even when I got to university. So I, I went to study university and one of my degrees, I also did uh, law and that's a lot of reading. And one of the things I did was the same thing, same principle. I used to ask my professor to record every lecture. And every time I had the same rule that I would listen to the lecture at least one more time. And then while I was driving, I was connecting my phone to my car stereo and listening to uh, my professor's lecture. And I developed this skill to really comprehend a lot from listening mm. because I was lacking in reading, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. And I remember that I, w- I used to quote my professor and say, just like you said in lecture one, uh, I gave them an example and they were like, well, how does this guy remember like uh, what I said in lecture one? <laughs> and uh, uh, that was the thing, I used to listen to it and also uh, kind of like document or, or summarize key points while I was driving is to pull over, document something that I thought was like a key point, continue driving. Uh, and yeah, like until today I do it. So, uh, so that's, that was the breakthrough for me. So it was just a matter of just Re- repetition. Repetition, not only, but also understanding. So for example, I'm, I'm dyslexic, right? Until today, never, it's never the, you know, never, nobody healed me from, <laughs> from it. Right. <laughs> Um, but there is a thing with dyslexic people that, you know, your brain always compensates in other ways, right? So you can't be, so for dyslexic, I don't know if you ever knew this, but dyslexic, they have a hard time reading because their brain is wired in 3d, right? And, uh, reading is a two, two dimensional task. So Mm -hmm. we're really good in 3d thinking. That's why a lot of dyslexic uh, people are entrepreneurs. Uh, because for us, something like product development is easy. We see things in like a lot of different ways. Um, but reading is tough. But then a lot of the dyslexic also have really good listening skills. And I found out that if I hone in on that skill, I can, I can comprehend and remember a lot more from a conversation and a lecture than other people. And I started playing to that advantage. And that was the reason also for Giant Leap to show humans at a very comprehensive level and not kind of like the general misconception of oh you should only work on your weaknesses or you should only work on your strengths sometimes you have opportunities that you don't know about they're unknown unknowns Mm -hmm. i want to help you as a parent to discover these unknown unknowns and i want you to also see your child never you know never for the sum of their weaknesses like sometimes they do in school and i want you to see your child also understand their social emotional well-being because like you said sometimes when you don't, there are a lot of self-fulfilling uh, prophecies, right? Where you're saying like, oh, I'm dumb. Oh, I'm, ba- I'm bad at math because I struggle in something. And uh, then it just becomes, just becomes that, right? And, um, and generally, another thing that we do is we try to understand the child's social emotional well-being from these evaluations. We try to understand that component. How, how, are, there, how are they doing in their social skills? How are they doing with their self-esteem? Is that improving or are there things that are actually affecting it? We're trying to understand it from the evaluation and give this information for you so you will know. 
and then understand what to do because one of the most important things to preserve is the child's self-esteem. And uh, when we don't know how to do it, then uh, it could get to a slippery slope that we want to prevent. And and I believe all parents want to do it. Sometimes they don't know that they can be the cause for, uh, you know, for damaging it. But I guess no, you know, I'm pretty sure that nobody wants to do it, but if they do, they should know about it. And because I am a big believer that all parents bring children to this world to do the best for them. You know, not everybody succeeds, but that's everybody's intention uh, when they get to this uh, decision. And, and I think, you know, I really believe, I'm a true believer of this, that they should be empowered to make these really intelligent decisions uh, backed by science. And one of the things that we also wanted to do at Giant Leap was we understood that there is a big disconnect between what happens in uh, uh, educational uh, institutions or universities or like breakthroughs in research and the average consumer, right? It usually happens in these research institutions, trickles down, uh, trickles down to, pay, to care providers. Then until it gets to the average consumers, it's like years and years away. Well, that and it's so watered we, down and it's just, I mean, and it's, it can feel really intimidating too to digest. Exactly. You and, know, and backed then, research. I'm like, wait, what? What did, I, what did they say? He said, what? What uh-huh. am I supposed to be doing? That sounds really intense. Oh, God. Let's just, here, read this book. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost the, the approach is scarier than the dive in. Right. Yeah. And, and I see that even with Luna, like, her just guessing. I'm like, did you even look at the letter? <laughs> uh, and, and just that she's overwhelmed before we even began. Right. I'm like, what are you overwhelmed about? And then I get overwhelmed. And then I'm like yelling like my parents did me. Like, what the hell? Why won't you just focus for two minutes? And then I'm like, oh, no, I'm fucking them up. Like, I'm fucked up. <laughs> um, but but I, I think that's the most amazing thing about, like, having you on and having this discussion. Because we talk about a lot of shit on here. You know, a lot of our... If, if you've been here before, <laughs> these topics, boy, do they range. But I think overall, like our big, our platform is really as, as people, as parents, obviously, but as people that we are constantly examining the old way we've done things, the, the way we've been taught things, and then evaluating, like, has this worked for us? Mm-hmm. Am I learning from this? Is it, is it making me grow? Is it making me a better person? And a part of that is as a parent, you're evaluating that, you're seeing how the things that didn't work for you as a child or from your parents, and then you're taking the, the conscious effort to actually change those things and make them work for you and if something is not working for you in your life personally and making you grow then it's the same way it goes for your kids you have to nourish that as a parent for your kids too so that you're not making the same mistakes that and i feel like too as parents like it's important at least i think if having this platform and you know talking to so many different people i've created a toolbox like i'm creating i'm slowly creating a toolbox of things that i can pull out and use in life in parenthood and all those things and i think now giant leap is definitely is part of that toolbox too because it makes it so easy honestly like it makes it so easy and even like my daughter started doing the um, evaluation and it's, they're fun. You know, like the kids, like they can really play. The, they, it's like a computer game. It's a computer game. It's better than giving them the Kindle where they can go watch Miraculous Ladybug and talk about boyfriends. Which we fucking hate. <laughs> Just in case anybody was wondering, we hate Miraculous Ladybug. I don't know if anyone else's kids watch this bullshit ass show, but, but turn it off. <laughs> I don't let her watch it anymore because me and Jamila were sitting here one day overhearing what they were talking about. I was like, what, what are they talking about? She's constantly chasing a Adrian. boy all the whole time. And now our, now our kids have been 
a little corrupted because all they want to ask people about like what's romantic, <laughs> what's love, what's a date. I'm like, and then they're just giggling like all school girly. So whatever. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean like being able to hand them over to this evaluation and like really get real answers on like where they can improve, what they're great at. Like, yeah, like I knew as a young, I knew when I was young that I loved writing too. Um, but I didn't know how to tell my parents that like, mom, I'm 10. Guess what? I love to write. Like it oh wasn't even like a you, thing you, that you, to you, discuss. Like they had no idea. You know what? And they could have nurtured that more for me, but I didn't know how to express it. They didn't know how to find it or, you know, evaluate it besides that I was getting decent grades in school and my English class. Like, well, I just had, I just thought of something and now I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I journaled. I said this before. I journaled a lot growing up a lot. Like Sometimes I'm like, could I even read? How was I writing this? <laughs> and I remember, oh my God, for some reason I got in trouble or something. A journal got taken, but I I might be dyslexic. I need to take the fucking evaluation. <laughs> I kept writing journal, J, I kept spelling it N-E-L, journal. Oh, N-E, okay. And I remember like I got all this trouble at school about whatever the fuck I was trying to write in that journal. But my dad, my parents kept saying, what the fuck? You kept, you can't even spell journal. You can't even spell journal. How the fuck are you having a journal? And I was just like, I can't spell journal. Uh, I, mean, I was like, journal. <laughs> like, journal. It looks good to me. <laughs> but I just remember like these, that shit doesn't work. And I think like, especially in a black household, maybe in the Israeli household too, because you guys are kind of straightforward and like, it's not like this sugar coated type of love. It's like, what the fuck are you doing type of love? Because that's just how, yeah. you know, the cultures rock. I realized like how much um, that does not work in that type of space and how much it really damaged me. Like I hate for people to read my shit now. I could have been, it could have fucked my whole life up, but it's just like, I like that giant, like it gives us the, the, not only the children, the tools, but it gives parents the tools and the empowerment to provide the, the steps necessary, because that's the thing. It's like right now we know we're fucking up. Okay. We know it's been summer since March. <laughs> okay. We, we had like one week of strong, like homeschooling, mm, homeschooling. And then silence <laughs> radio silence <laughs> and um and I, it is it's, it's guilting away at me it's, it's it's scaring me and then I'm just happy that I have this this tool that I can go in and not only are they evaluating but then they're giving you resources to actually help in those areas or develop in the areas that are already flourishing so I, I, mm -hmm. I thank you Ori <laughs> thank you <laughs> thanks well I mean it's it's always so reassuring to uh to hear that especially from from uh mothers you know that you, you know we worked so hard on on you work so hard on on uh, creating a product and then the best thing like the best compliments is where people find it useful right because there's so so much going into creating a product so many people that are working on anything from the design to the algorithms to the research to uh the instructions to the copywriting you know there's like so many things and, and then at the end of the day, what you want is for people to find it useful. And then another thing that, that we found was how tough it is um, uh, to really find these different categories of things we provide, right? So what are the right parent-child activities for my child today for, what, you know, for how they are developing now? And then what are the right services? And services could be anything from, oh, my child is really good 
in uh, uh, language or math? Should I send them to a coding academy now that we're in quarantine? Um, to uh, let's say that they're actually struggling with their fine motor skills. Does that, is that something that I can do together with them with different uh, games that work on fine motor skills or does this require an occupational therapist? And these are the things that we are, we're trying to do. Uh, and, and, uh, and the last thing is obviously content, right? What is the right content for you to consume, to, uh, to read or to be exposed to that you might not have been exposed to otherwise um, by using Giant Leap and then every time reevaluating and adapting to whatever feedback that we get, right? Because life is all about getting dynamic feedback kind of like doubling down on what works and trying to avoid what doesn't. So that's why we're trying to every, every two to three months, try to see what has changed, what did the child benefit from? And then according to that change things and also all the time changing also with the parental commitment that the parent wants to, uh, to have, because at the end of the day, this is a tool for the parent, right? It's a tool for the parent to make sure that they have a pulse on their child and how they're developing and making sure that they're making the right decisions to, as we said, nurturing the skill set that we see that the child uh, can, that we have a lot of opportunities to nurture that further or, or help them excel even more and understand what's really important is how and when to work on areas of difficulty because there's also a prioritization aspect to when should I work on my child's difficulty and how, which is really challenging for parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, um, and that we, everybody develops differently and, and learns differently. Like me and Erica's ADD is totally different. How we learn um, is totally different. How we like create, conceptualize, we're two totally different you know, like minds. And so we, we, we apply this one size fits all like fucking, um, lesson plan for children and then you feel like something's wrong with your kid and absolutely nothing's wrong with your kid and then as parents we're we're evaluating them on this system that doesn't work so you know like everybody's good at different shit just like in adulthood and if you have if you're at home listening to this and you have a kid that you were you're struggling with or you're scared that like you know are they not smart or are they going to fall behind because they're not like that's another thing like on the internet i see my friends three-year-old fucking reading words and that's giving me so much anxiety <laughs> i was i literally text my friend yesterday like how the fuck does maverick no catch <laughs> she's like i'm like and she's just like she told me she's like repetition rep just show them every day and i'm like okay it's about being consistent and i and, and it makes us be more consistent as parents too you know which is obviously important but i am um, i really appreciate you coming on and talking to us about this because you know, this is something moms struggle with. And, and I'm happy that we're talking about it openly because it's not something you have to struggle with alone. Right. It's not like you're the only parent experiencing this. Kids have problems. They just got here. Mm -hmm. You know, they're developing. And we, you know, as long as we are understanding that their work's in progress and not taking it to level 10, you know, they have the whole life ahead of them and experiences and life to happen to, to learn emotional and social, you know, education or I don't know what the fuck you call it. <laughs> Smartness, <laughs> but, and... but it's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying it's 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 uh, it's true because also think about today, like we're living in this world where we put filters on everything, and everybody's life is so glamorous, and everybody's children is so successful, and and Stressed you just well, see everybody no smiling, and 
and and and even though we kind of know that it's not really that like it's so it's not as green as people try to make it so uh it has an effect on us and uh and and it doesn't mean that we're bad parents or that we're you know that that our kids are lacking you know sometimes these things can create too much anxiety and we also see that with parents where the child you know is not not struggling so bad they just think because whatever they're in this type of environment that uh uh they're around parents that are like throwing every resource they they can't they have on the child so they might think the child is lacking behind and it's not necessarily the case right. uh, so you also have that which i i think is also worth noting yeah for sure for sure well where can our um listeners find you find giant leap can you give us all the info so they know how to find you and Evaluate their kid. Yeah, most importantly. Sure. So they can go on our website, giantleap.tech. That's tech, T-E-C-H. And uh, they can register uh, and and do the evaluation and get the action plan. And uh, they can also find us on uh, Facebook, Giant Leap, uh, Instagram, or LinkedIn. They can also friend me, Ori Hoffman, uh, on on, uh, LinkedIn. And uh, yeah, every social network, we're probably there almost, I think, every every social network. Cool. Yeah, and, and single mom, slide into his uh, LinkedIn. He's actually really cute. <laughs> I guess. Is he married? I don't know. Sorry, right? Wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> you might be married. <laughs> sorry. Are you married? Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Are you married? My girlfriend, my girlfriend oh. is going to give you some shit for that. But, uh... Sorry, girlfriend. It means well, nothing because there's a ring on it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus, we are totally kidding. I'm, I'm the mom. I'm the single mom at school to stay away from. <laughs> um, and you guys, we're gonna link all of this information and in the details of the bio of the podcast. And um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. And thank you for having. Please me. stay safe in in Tel Aviv for us and you better answer the phone when we get there don't act like you don't know us yeah we'll be there soon (laughs) the government's gonna pay for a hotel (laughs) we've already got it planned out i'm sure the tickets are cheap right now because of covid (laughs) don't tell your girlfriend we're coming (laughs) okay i'm i don't know this person i don't know her i'm sorry i'm kidding i'm just joking guys (laughs) anyway you guys um you know where to find us, or if you don't, you will now. You can find us on Instagram at goodmoms underscore badchoices. Join our newsletter on our website, goodmomsbadchoices.com. Also, if you want bonus episodes, bonus segments, us just doing bonus ass shit. Very bonus. Very bonus. <laughs> shit you won't find on the platforms or on the Instagrams. Make sure you join our Patreon. That works considered explicit, so you have to actually search us. That's patreon.com backslash good moms bad choices it's also linked in our bio on instagram and if you like this episode and if you like us please leave a review scroll all the way down at the bottom on apple fucking tunes you know apple podcast (laughs) and leave a review five stars okay not one five thank you all right ori well we will catch you thank you Bye. Bye. Thank you both for having me. It was, it was a pleasure. Take care. Thank you. Stay safe. Bye. Bye-bye.